0: Welcome to On the Road to Freedom. You've joined us in beautiful Fort Worth, Texas in the Botanical Gardens. It is just a gorgeous day. We're so glad you joined us. And today we have something special for you. It's when my honey here preached. And, he, that's me. and that's you. And he's my favorite preacher at Lord of Host Church with our dear friends, pastors, Hank and Brenda Kuhneman. And the service was powerful. So Amen. we're excited today to get the truth to you because John 8 31 and 32, Jesus said, if you will continue in my word, then you truly are my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So today we believe you're learning that truth that there is a fight to faith and if we Amen. refuse to draw back, we win. So get ready to be encouraged. It's gonna be awesome.
1: And let me share this with you, please. We've hardly ever bring you a church service. We mostly are outside 90% of the time. We're gonna be hunting beautiful places all over the world. That's our preference. Yeah. But every once in a while, we're teaching something somewhere and we recognize the anointing. Mm-hmm. We recognize how many people come to us and say, that word changed my life yeah. and how important it is and how anointed it is for specifically these times, for yes. this season, mm-hmm. for your life. God bless you as you watch and we'll talk to you in a little bit. Well, let's just agree in prayer. I'm uh, I'm excited. I I spent about two weeks studying and preparing. I had about uh, six or eight typed pages. I sent them over here on these beautiful displays so they could put up the scriptures for you. And yesterday afternoon, the Lord changed everything. (laughs) I have no clue. I do have a couple of scriptures. And normally when he does this, he'll give me like the door. You know what I mean? So. I don't know what's on the other side of the door, but I know since God put that door there, it's going to be good. When he opens the door, no man can close it. So we're going through that together this morning. It's going to be fun. And I'm as excited as you are to find out what the Lord's got up his (laughs) sleeve. Hallelujah. Let's agree together. Will you join your faith with me, please? Father, I thank you for a door of utterance opened unto us this morning by your Holy Spirit. Lord, you know, we're just here to 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 get our minds renewed. Our desire is to be like you, not just to play church. Lord, we don't want to be religious. We want to be Christians. We want to be the people who honor you and live for you, and we want to be the people who, uh, since Christ in us is the hope of glory, we want you to be able to use our lips to say what you want to say, do what you want to do. Our body is a living sacrifice. So help us, God, and we'll be very careful, sir. Hmm. We'll be very careful, my master, to give you all the glory and all the honor forever and ever. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. How many of y'all want to please God? Yeah. I mean, you really yeah. Yeah. let's put up Hebrews eleven six. I know you know this scripture. Since uh Hank is your pastor and Brenda, I know you know this scripture. Hebrews eleven six talks about But without faith, it's impossible to please God. For whoever comes to God must do two things. He must believe that God is, there is a God. And he must also believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, some seek him. And some don't really seek him. Some have a relationship with God that's more like they talk to him every day. I'm not saying they're not Christians. They are. They believe that there's a God. But how many of you know there's a difference in believing there is a God and believing God? I mean, I believe there is a Joe Biden. But I don't necessarily always believe Joe. Come on now. So... Christianity is not about believing there's a God. God said you'll never please me and you'll never get the reward that I, this reward that God wants to give you, you don't have to ask him for it, it was his idea. And you might not get it, but and if you don't, it'll be your fault. You can, you won't be able to blame it on the devil. He's offered us something amazing. He's a rewarder of those who Diligently seek if you just sit in church some people I've seen people I grew up with some folks and kin folks Who thought that uh, being a Christian was like by osmosis, you know, you sit in the church long enough. It's like but But it doesn't work that way. You can sleep in the garage. You won't become a car You know what I mean? You really have to there's a process once you accept Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, and hopefully you've done both, I made the mistake as a child of giving him my problems, all the stuff that I was ashamed of, that I had failed at, my sins, but I didn't give him my life. I didn't give him my hopes and dreams. I didn't give him my music, anything that I seemed to be, If I, was do, I thought I was doing good at it, I mean, what kind of girl to date? I didn't really pray about that a whole lot. I just sort of checked them out and made a decision. And I, and I paid the price for that. Can, I got one amen. Anybody else want to vote on? <laughs> now, what we believe determines who we are in Christ and who we believe. But we have to determine right now which kingdom we're going to live in, because if you're going to live in the kingdom of God, there's only two ways to live, according to God, you can live by faith or you can live by sight there's, That's and it's your choice and unfortunately, so many Christians live by sight, they see a situation coming out in their life and the, the circumstance overwhelms them and they and they get affected and they react because of their emotions and they don't react because of what God says and that means they're living by sight and not by faith so I just want to spend a few minutes this morning go over Christianity 101 living by faith so that we understand exactly how to do what God wants us to do if, you, if there's only two ways to live, one is by faith and one is by sight, then there's a, you can say it this way. There is the supernatural life or the natural life. Now, I don't know about you, but I've learned that uh, the first song God ever gave me was called Without Him. It's written out of John 15. Basically, you know, Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. And as long as you stay plugged in, I'm, I'm connected to God, my Father. As long as you stay connected to me, you can do all things because I will strengthen you. But if you, without me, you can do nothing. Now, you can do a bunch of religious stuff. You can do all kinds of stuff, but nothing that'll count. Nothing that you'll be glad you did. If you're going to do anything for Jesus, you're going to have to have his super on your natural. Amen? Now, if we're going to walk in the supernatural realm, I know you liked comic books growing up. I did too. And I always wanted to be a Batman or Superman or somebody. Well, I am now. I'm a superhero. I'm faith man. I live by faith. All day every day, I get to see miracles everywhere I go. You know, all I do is tell people what the Bible says. And when you speak the word of God, amazing things happen. Bodies get healed, marriages get fixed. People who were going to hell are going to heaven now. That's pretty exciting. I can't wait to get to heaven and see all the people who would have gone to hell. And and here's the good thing: it doesn't matter. I mean, I used to think, how do you how do you get qualified to do all this stuff? Because I didn't think I was. I barely got out of high school. You know what I mean? There's so many people that their memories work. I mean, while everybody else was going to Sunday school, I was out getting loaded. I spent 20 years taking every drug but birth control every day. (laughs) So my brain was, you know, silly putty when I got born again. Let me just read you something I I noticed in scripture recently. Uh, You know, in case you're wondering whether you're qualified to minister the gospel to your family and friends. Jacob was a cheater. David had an affair. Noah got drunk. Paul was a murderer. Jonah ran from God. Miriam was a gossip. Sarah was impatient. Martha was a worrier. Thomas was a doubter. Gideon was a coward. Moses stuttered. Zacchaeus was short. Abraham was old. And Lazarus was dead. (laughs) What's your excuse? (laughs) If you're looking for one, there's some good ones, you know. Or you can just submit. Your life... To Jesus. Now that's not as easy as it sounds Because this flesh It keeps wanting to rise up And get its way this is, you know, and, and you know One of these days we'll see Jesus The Bible says as he really is We'll see him face to face And, and upon seeing him We'll be made just like him But in the meantime This ain't heaven This is Nebraska <laughs> Amen so you got to decide how bad or how much do you want God's best? Because if you're willing to diligently seek him, you can get the reward. And believe me, you want that reward. Now, there's a lot of Christians who, who are not enjoying being Christians. They're going to heaven one of these days, but it's been hell on the way. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It's been hard, and it's been hard consistently, and all that means is that they haven't learned how to do spiritual warfare, and they weren't prepared when the war started, and they don't see it coming. The devil attacks you. You don't, you don't usually see it coming. You know what I mean? It's usually uh, uh, you're focusing on other things, and all of a sudden, boom, it's on. And you're in the middle of it. And the Bible says there's a time for peace. There's a time for war. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. And you need to know what time it is. And how many of you know the Holy Ghost knows what time it is? So we, as long as we're tuned in, it's going to be all right. Now, there's a few things we've got to do if we're going to have God's best. One of them is in Romans 12:2 says, be uh, transformed by the renewing of your body. Be not conformed to the world. Don't be like the world. We're in a different kingdom. We're, all, we're in the world, but we're not of it. Right. Amen. Amen. So he said, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed. Now, everybody, I don't know about you, but I want to be like Jesus. Amen. I don't want to just be a nice little Christian who goes to church and then, and then lives like the rest of the world the rest of the week. No, my goal is to be like Jesus. To give up Milan, stop being like Milan, and get rid of all your excuses. I want to, and how many of you know you're never going to be like him until you learn to think like him? But he says, if you diligently seek, you can be transformed by the renewing of your minds in Christ Jesus. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You can prove that on the earth. People will be watching your life thinking, the, I mean, the people in the world will be saying stuff like, boy, you're lucky, because they don't know what blessings are. They don't understand the reward, and they don't understand what it's like. But when you, when you start to think like Him, then you'll start to talk like Him. And then you'll start seeing, you know, his angels, the Bible says, they respond. They are constantly hearkening unto the voice of the Lord their God. And when they hear the word of God, they don't care if it comes out of your mouth or his. They start, they jump on that circumstance and they start taking care of business. Amen. Now, people, you got angels that have been given charge over you. Don't let them just stand around. Give them something to do. They'll help you build the kingdom. You want all your family to go to heaven? Yes, yes. Yes. I got 19 years. Anybody else want to yes. so, vote? Some folks want their family to go. Well, no. <laughs> no, we all want it. And, and it's a matter of just being. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. Yes. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to be get all intense. You know, we're just as bold as a lion because we love our, we love the people around us enough. We don't want them to go to hell and we don't want them to get hurt. We want the quality of their life to get better. And that's the will of God. If you don't believe that, you don't know him well enough yet. God is in love with you. We're his children. We're his sons and daughters and he wants us to have his best. Well, I just wanna take a minute and thank you guys. Well, I was thanking the Lord for you. You team members have sent us literally around the world to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I was praying for you the other day and the Lord gave me something. And so I wrote it down and I'm gonna read it to you because I don't think I could remember to say it all to you, but I was writing as fast as I could. Mm -hmm. And I believe this is what the Lord wanted you to know. When somebody goes into a raging fire and brings out the people from a burning building, everybody recognizes their heroic action.
0: Mm.
1: When a soldier risks his or her life to save other soldiers and even maybe gets wounded doing it, Mm. our nation gives them a medal commemorating the honor of their action Mm. and recognizes them as heroes. I wanna remind you of what your heavenly Father is gonna do, he doesn't give awards, he gives rewards. Oh,
0: that's good.
1: There is a heavenly reward for what you're doing when you help millions of souls that are in the valley of decision, make a decision to allow Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior. What kind of reward? has God got in mind for you?
0: Yeah, amen.
1: In the book of Hebrews in the 11th chapter, it talks about the the heroes of faith.
0: Mm.
1: What kind of reward would you get for all the broken marriages that become holy matrimony because of the Word of God that you sent to the nations? And the children represented in those marriages that were broken and in trouble. What about all the people who are suffering and with pain and, and sickness and disease in a hopeless place. Physically, mentally depressed, discouraged. You sent the Word of God. The Bible says That's he right. sent his Word and healed them. Amen. I sent my Word, God said, and healed them. What? Well, God has to have people to send it.
0: Mm-hmm. When
1: You send us to teach the Word and preach the Word, pay Amen. for these cameras and send us around the world to That's these right. beautiful places. Amen. That's the heroes of faith, man. Mm-hmm. In my heart, you Team Milan members who pray and give and seek first the kingdom of God, support them on the road to freedom, are the heroes of faith. And I just wanna tell you how much me and Christy love you yes. and, and we're believing God with you for his best.
0: Yes, and if you'd like to join Team Mylon and be a part of us reaching the nations with the good news of the gospel, you just go to mylon.org and connect with Team Milan today.
1: In order to believe God, you've got to decide a couple of things. First of all, you've got to decide whether you believe the truth or the facts. Come on now, because people say, oh, I believe God. I believe the Bible. Well, what uh, what if somebody gets really, really sick And the doctor says, man, you got cancer and you ain't got long to live. This is terminal and blah, blah, blah. Well, according to the Bible, nothing has changed. Jesus is still Lord. By his stripes, you are still healed. But not unless you believe it. Now, if you believe the doctor instead of God, you're in trouble. In fact, you're dying. I brought this up just in case anybody's been under attack physically lately. But those attacks come, it doesn't matter. Some of them are against your mind. Depression, it'll ruin your life just as much as disease. I mean, uh, fear, unforgiveness can ruin your life. Turns into bitterness. I mean, road rage starts with unforgiveness. I mean, if you get back to the root cause of a lot of problems, they're simple stuff. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. This ain't tricky. This, if it was rocket science, I wouldn't get it, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> love your neighbor as you love yourself. And Jesus didn't say, uh, y'all think about this and pray about this. Forgive each other. He said, if you don't forgive each other of everything like my father did you, then my father won't forgive you. And you can come down here and cry and pray all you want to. You can go to all-night prayer meets and hold your hands in the air. You can do any religious exercise you can think of. But if you don't forgive everybody of everything, come on now. I can't afford that. I don't want anything between me and God. It's so easy to forgive. Amen. Now, he's not asking you to vote on that. God's not asking you how you feel about this. He's not asking you to pray about this. He is the commander of heaven's armies and he's commanded you to do this. And I have, I mean, anybody in the ministry, pastor can tell you, anybody in the ministry has had people come to him for counseling and man, they got all kinds of problems in their life. And so all we can do is tell them what the Bible says. You know, preachers don't have some special Bible. We got the same ones y'all got. Of course, reading it helps a lot. <laughs> That's the difference in being a counselor or needing counsel, usually. but being a doer of the word is what makes the word work. James 1: 122: "The doers of the word and not hearers only, here's the kicker: deceiving yourselves. Now, what could be dumber than for me to deceive myself? I don't even need the devil's help. <laughs> I mean, that, now that's dumb. Come on. But the opposite is what we need. The truth, he said, if you continue in my word, you'll be my disciple. You'll learn to... L- to follow me and walk like me and talk like me and act like me and react like me. And then everybody around you will see the anointing. How many of you know when Jesus went back to heaven, he said to them, he said, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving now, but I'm going to send you my spirit. Jesus did everything that we needed him to do. He came here and he lived for us. He said, I only say what I hear my father saying. So if you want to know what God says, listen to me. He said, I only do what I see my father doing. So this is what God's like. Did Jesus give anybody horrible diseases? Then God doesn't either. Hallelujah. God doesn't do bad
0: stuff.
1: (laughs) We need to settle this real quick. God good, devil bad. Come on, man. Katrina blows in, blows all those houses down. Floods everybody out. People die. And the insurance company calls that an act of God. That's a lie of hell. When's the last time you heard the devil get the blame for anything? Come on now. The word says that there's a thief that comes to steal and kill and destroy. If something bad's going on at your house, there's been some stealing and killing and de- destruction going on. Their thief has come. That ain't God. That's always the devil. Anything that steals the quality of your life and your joy and your peace or your health or your finances, your children, whatever it is, man, that's the devil. Now, God, Jesus came that you'd have life and life more abundant. Some good, all good things come from above, the word said, Anything good going on in your life, that's God. So we got to make up our mind We got to make up our mind and especially in these last days, well, you know, pastor was just prophesying about, basically we are having perilous times and some of them are hard to bear. And that's why if there's ever been a time when the church should be focused, it's today.
0: Wow, honey, that was just awesome. Thank you, baby. Praise God, that was life changing and I'm sure you agree. So we want to encourage you again to always stay in the Word. And remember, we've got our free resources available to you with our new podcast, and also with our On the Road to Freedom On Demand, 24-7 at Mylon.org. So check out those free resources. They're there for you so that you can stay in the Word, because that will keep you On the Road Road to freedom. Freedom.
1: You know, the Bible says that Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Mm -hmm. That one lost person. I don't know if you're that guy or that girl today, but I remember when I was, Mm -hmm. I remember when I was on the other side of this camera and I was sitting on that couch watching those Christians and trying to determine, is this real? Mm -hmm. Is there such a thing as the power of God? Does God really love me? Does He care about this addiction that's ruling my life and the fear and the depression and, and all the suicidal thoughts that I was going through at the time? Man, I remember hoping that it was real. And I remember praying that prayer and I remember my whole life changing. So if you're that person, I wanna pray with you today. Man, if you're somebody that needs God's help and you're willing to humble yourself and admit, I need help God. The Bible says we can go boldly before the throne of grace. And we can find help and receive mercy yes, in time of Yes, more.
0: yes.
1: Pray this prayer with me, Father God. Father God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I come to you today.
0: I come to you today. I know
1: I've made many mistakes. I
0: know I've made many mistakes.
1: And I've sinned. And
0: I've sinned.
1: And come short of your glory. And
0: come short of your glory. So I'm
1: asking for forgiveness.
0: So I'm asking for forgiveness.
1: I receive Jesus.
0: I receive Jesus. I
1: believe that Jesus is your son.
0: I believe that Jesus is your and that son. That He
1: died for my sin. And
0: that He died for my sins.
1: And I receive him as my Lord and Savior. And
0: I receive him as my Lord today, and Savior today.
1: I proclaim you, Jesus.
0: I proclaim you, Jesus. As my master. As my master. And my God. And my God.
1: Thank you for forgiving me.
0: Thank you for forgiving me. Saving me. Saving me.
1: And cleansing me from all unrighteousness.
0: And cleansing me from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: Now the Bible says if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, you are born again. You wow. are not the same person. You were a few seconds ago. That's right. You are mm-hmm. a new creature and all the old Ooh, has passed away. That's and right. all things have become brand, brand new. new. He did it for me and he just did it for you. Contact us at yes. Mylon.org and let us know what God did for you today. We'll be praying for you. We love you and Jesus is Lord.